Please don't fire me. Hey, it's the podcast where we beg for your mercy and grace Please. every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every week, at least. Episode every week, yeah, not every day. What am I saying? Well, then again, well, every day we need I, grace yes, and mercy. I, I say, guess that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so here we are again, episode forty-nine. Today we're going to talk about. Uh, a guy's name who I cannot pronounce because I can never remember, but Jeremy says it rhymes with Buffalo. So I'm trying to help Mark you out. Ruffalo. Yeah. And uh, Mark Ruffalo is going to teach us his theology. Oh, nicely. I like and, that introduction. Is it not really a theology? Oh, yeah, I guess it's oh, his yeah. God. It's definitely it's his theology. God. Yep. So it's the study of Mark Ruffalo's God. Mm. Now, if you don't know who Mark Ruffalo is, I'm not going to explain it to you because I looked through the list of all the movies that he's been in, and I might have watched one. Mm. So I have no idea. And that doesn't mean that he's uh, in bad movies or anything. It's just I just don't watch a lot of movies, I guess. I was going to say, maybe it's a commentary on your lack of culture. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I think there's like... It was one, like three going on 30 or what is it? I don't know. Anyway, see, I, I don't I, even know what I'm Yeah, I've only seen about. I've only seen him in a few different movies. Um, he's most famous now is from playing in uh, the Hulk in the Avengers. Yes. Uh, which is a whole franchise. There's several movies that make up the franchise. Okay. And that's right. his most recent. Well, actually, I guess that's not true because... That's not his most recent. No, no. But that, it, that was, I think, what really pushed him into super popular culture but if you're not into the avengers that means nothing to you i think i watched it did you or one of them i think i watched one of them once i probably had to watch it with my kids there's like nine of them yeah i think i think maybe like the first one or something is the one that i saw i think i don't know there there was a all at once there were all these comic strip uh movies coming out and so i can't separate them all but Anyway. It's okay though because if you don't know who Mark Ruffalo is, that's fine. It, it probably really is. doesn't yeah. matter. It's it's more. Oh no no he's he's famous. Oh here we he's go. He's so famous. Oh, I can't. He has. I the, just he can't has wait the blue to meet him. On yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta exactly. be somebody. He's verified. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I'm sorry. I just. Craig, we barely got started. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm already. The cynicism is uh, oozing just, out of every It's pore. just these people who think they're so amazing because because what? They can act? I mean, their their lives sometimes are, not saying his is, but they're, sometimes they're an incredible train wreck, but they can act or they can sing, and then we revere them. Well, and people then, fawn all over you in public and yeah. want to get your autograph, all that stuff. And then, we, and then we cancel other people because they say one wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It's a strange world to it live is. in, right? It is. It's like you can you can drive around drunk with your baby in the back seat and uh you know and and then it's it's all okay. You're okay, but I didn't expect you to come up with that one. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> is I, this an example you know of? <laughs> was it I don't know, wasn't it? Britney Spears, didn't she do that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Her life was a train wreck for yeah, a while. Yeah, she had a meltdown. And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like they're back in the limelight and everything's all okay and that's fine. And it's like you say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong group of people and you're canceled forever, mm-hmm. you know? 
Anyway, there are some I don't know. inconsistent standards there. I, that's not what we came to talk about. No, not really. So, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I'm. What I was going to say, I was going to hand it to you and say, oh, if you don't know who Mark Ruffalo is. Ask uh, Jeremy. Jeremy's going to tell us right now. Well, I don't know a lot other than he's an actor. He's, he's like I say, he's well known mainly from the Avengers. But I know he evidently is in other th- things recently because he won a Golden Globe for his role in. I actually don't know what. I didn't bother looking it up. Uh, but it wasn't from the Avengers. It was something else. And it really doesn't matter to me because what was interesting is his acceptance speech at the awards show. I mean, technically it was a video, but nevertheless, you know, this is how these things work. they didn't have a live audience probably. Well, you get your, uh, you know, you win your award, your Golden Globe or whatever, you get to go up on stage and then you get to make a big speech. Mm -hmm. And there's been this trend more and more in recent years of actors getting up there and and instead of thanking their agent and their family and the producers and this, that, uh, they start to go on a speech, kind of a lecture on everything that is uh, wrong with society and how we need to accept their values or whatever. Uh, Anyways, that was kind of what Mark Ruffalo did. But his speech, I thought, it caught my attention. It caught my attention because I thought it was one of the more explicit uh, demonstrations of the current secular worldview. Uh, People I found, so I don't know, do you want me to read the quote? Yes. Oh, yes. We, right. we have to read the quote. Yeah. Uh, I guess now is the time, as good a time as any, to drop this bomb on our listeners. Yeah. So this is from the wisdom of Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. So here's what he said during during his speech. This isn't the whole speech, but this was just a part that was relevant to the conversation. He said, "Quote: It's my humble belief that what will give all the sadness and loss that we all live through meaning is our common humanity." What connects us is greater than what keeps us apart. And the more we include each other and see each other and hear each other, the faster we will heal our broken hearts and minds. We have a dying mother just like the mother in our story. She is Mother Earth, and we must come to balance with her and honor her, and she will heal too. So let's be courageous together. Let's turn the page on the cruel past of this nation. The good news is inclusion and justice and care for Mother Earth is breaking out everywhere. The godly light of decency is breaking through the hideous dark storm we've been living through. End quote. So this was in the middle of his acceptance speech as a award-winning actor. And I just thought oh, it was a darn interesting quote. Missed, missed a great opportunity. Yeah? Yeah, we could have had like some kind of theme music in the background of you reading that. Just... With it just escalating. What do you think? My heart will go on by Celine Dion. Yeah, would be yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the godly light of decency is breaking through the hideous dark storm we've been living through. Yeah, that's quite the statement. Yeah, caught yeah. my attention. That's for sure. I wish we could get this guy on Sunday morning. Yeah, have him know come what I mean? Guest speaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> Come on. I know. Come on. All right, so what's your reaction? Because I was the one who brought this story in this morning and and uh, hit you up with it. Okay, so you want all my reactions? Well, I, I'll, ha- I'll, give you, I'll give you my first and initial reaction. Sure, give me the gut the, reaction. My, my gut reaction was, so. Ah. <laughs> so, 
who cares? I see. I you mean, mean who cares what he thinks? Who cares what he thinks? Mm. Who is Mark Ruffalo? Um, all these things are going through my mind. One of the biggest things that goes through my mind immediately is um, why wouldn't he think that? He obviously doesn't believe in God, so mm. you got to believe in something. Mm. Um, the other thing that comes that go, comes to mind is this: this is like every day for most people. Like this is what they put their hope in i don't right understand it and you know it was good because you push back a little bit on that perspective and it's true i mean i'm living in a bubble i'm living in this bubble that it's like nobody with any common sense or nobody that i would respect would believe that or say that so when i hear it i just dismiss it Mm. But I'm not understanding that people are hearing it all the time, that the younger generations who watch the Avengers and right. think that this person is important, somehow, I, that's part of it. Like, I don't really feel like people who are have celebrity status, if you will, right. are that important or should be listened to. It's like, they're good actors. Mm. They're not theologians doesn't mean you turn to them for life advice or something yeah i mean they're not philosophers they're not you know even though they may fancy them they sure do and his it's his humble belief jeremy yeah that's and now i mean that's a great way to start this right it's my humble belief and and i'm like yeah right humble belief quite humble sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you're right so that, that was my initial feeling and 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 just to close that off i would say you did a really good job of helping me understand that I am living in this bubble. A lot of people are being influenced by it. And, you know, that's not what we want. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I hear these words and they strike me as absurd. Right. And that's my gut reaction. But what makes me not just dismiss them as irrelevant to my life is the fact that they represent a huge population yeah. who believe and think this way. Yeah. Like a way lot more people than I realize. A lot of young people. Tons. Yeah. Would would hear this and either agree or be influenced to agree one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they either already believe similar things or this will nudge them in that direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something we need to care about because those are the people that we are trying to reach. Those are the people we want to give the gospel to. And you need to know your audience. That's not a fair way to say it because I don't like the word audience when it comes to evangelism. But if you want to be an effective witness in the world, I think it helps right. to know what other people's beliefs and values are so mm-hmm. you can engage them on it. Yes, and also to the point, you've got a philosophy that he puts it kind of, in some ways, kind of eloquently um, definitely couches it in language. I, I made that uh, sideways remark about how we need to get him in here to preach on Sunday morning mm. because very religious. Yes. It's very preachy. It's, uh, you know, it, it smacks of, of any good sermon in, in some ways. So, you know, and then people are listening to this and they go, oh, man, yeah, we we like that. We like that. We want justice. We want inclusion. Mm-hmm. We want all those things. We want our Mother Earth to be healthy and whole we again. Want, we want, exactly. And 
the thing is, is those, those become doorways into our soul. When we buy into some of it because this person is famous or this person is eloquent or some of the things that they say are valuable or whatever, we don't put the filter on for some reason. And I find this, I don't know. Now I'm kind of speaking off the cuff. Is this just Christians in general? Is this everybody on our, I think everybody on our planet. And I think people that aren't Christians are even less aware of these things, but we just don't put a filter on that door. That door, we just throw that thing wide open and we take all of it in there Mm. and it gets in our soul and we begin to accept some of these concepts and it's the concepts we accept. We don't accept the, the, you know, on the face value of it, most of us can look at that, can read it, can listen to you reading it and say, that's ridiculous. Mm. But the thing is, if we're not on our toes with this stuff, and we don't put a filter on, that stuff gets in and it 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 works on us. Like we and absorb it ourselves. We do, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it yeah. Some of that if you if you're gonna swim in a cesspool, some of it's gonna get on you. you yeah, know? well, as Christians we're called to be discerning and we're called to uh you know, hold reject what is evil, hold fast to what is good by mm-hmm. testing everything. And we are guilty as Christians at times, I think. Maybe some more than others. I don't know how to exactly detail the specifics, but you're right. We have influences in our lives, people that we allow to shape our thinking and mold us and form us in ways that may be contrary to God's word. And, I mean, this quote for me, what struck me about it is it pretty much, in just a handful of sentences, in one paragraph, it delineates the entire secular worldview, the whole thing. Because a worldview... Right. Uh, in a worldview, mm-hmm. you have a problem. A grand, There's a grand narrative in a worldview. You have a problem. The, the major problem we face, the calamity it causes, then you need to find a solution and a pursuit of that solution. That's kind of how a worldview operates. And there's a moral responsibility for all of us to pursue the solution. He outlines the whole thing. I mean, he's talking about sadness and loss things that are uh, dividing us uh we need to we have broken hearts and broken minds Hmm. these are the ways he's describing the problem of our world we're divided we're broken we're hurting things are not the way they should be as a christian we say hey i i agree with that like i don't disagree Mm -hmm. with any of that we are broken our world Mm -hmm. is broken yep but then his solution has nothing to do with god as in creator god it has to do with this reverence for earth Mother Earth, which he actually says we need to honor, is that that's religious language, because we're supposed to honor mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're here to honor Mother Earth, and he gives his gospel presentation. Mm-hmm. Think about yeah. that. I mean, oh, yeah? remember, friends, uh, absolutely the, the gospel. That word yep. means good news. Good news. Mm-hmm. He, and he said the good news mm-hmm. is inclusion and justice, and care for Mother Earth is breaking out everywhere. Yep. So he's delineated the problem. He's given us the gospel message. And now he's inviting you to join us in this pursuit and be courageous together. That's the exact mm-hmm. language he's using. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how we talk as Christians. We just change out some of the content. Absolutely. 
Yep. The, the world is broken, and we can heal it together, but it's through God's grace and his mercy and his son, Jesus Christ. That's the good news, right? So it just yeah. struck me that he delineated the whole worldview in a paragraph pretty clearly, actually, mm-hmm. and using quite religious language. So I guess the reason this paragraph struck me as interesting and something I wanted to bring to the attention of our listeners. This is what your neighbors believe. Uh, this is what your school teaches. This is what, you know, the environment and world around you, this is how. This is the mentality they operate with. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the world and see some of the craziness going on, this is like, here's the value system they're operating by. No wonder it doesn't make any sense to you. At least that was how I took the interpretation of this to be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the second sentence in this, I know you've, you've picked out some some very key points in it, but the second sentence in it feels like to me is one of the uh, one of the most dangerous ones. It says, what connects us is greater than what keeps us apart. Mm. And I think to myself, is that really true? Is that really true? I mean, we're connected with each other in this world because we're all on the spinning ball in this planet. We we all uh, are human. We basically have the same shape and form. We all have the same challenges in many ways. I mean, our environment affects us all pretty much the same way to a degree that, you know, depending on, uh, you know, what's what's happening in the world or things like that, the, the situations that are going on. We all share those commonalities, but what keeps us apart? I mean, what really keeps us apart? Mm-hmm. The things that keep us apart that we're talking about – what he's talking about, he's talking about our ideals. He's talking about ideas and value systems. And he's saying he's dismissing that because those are the things that separate us. Mm-hmm. Like we have these other things in common, but those things are just superfluous. What what about our values? And 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 I feel like that statement just dismisses that. What connects us is greater than what keeps us apart. What keeps us apart is our values, and our values are the most important thing. So if we begin to dismiss our values in order to accept the things that connect us together, uh, you know, that's essentially you're saying that being a Christian is not that important. Mm. Because, see, that flies in the face of some of the things that our world is are doing the um, the values that they're choosing over the value of God's word and the truth of what God is you know what we're uh, what we're taught and 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 what we believe about God's word and the truth of God's word and so those those values we need to learn to dismiss those things because we're holding on to them so much so that it's keeping us apart. Yeah, this idea that um, our values. Well, here's the thing. They are presenting it as in, we want unity and other right. people don't. Right. But what they really mean is, you should unite around our values and not right. yours. <laughs> right. That's what it really... Exactly. Like, I don't have to give up on my values. You need to give up yours. Right. And it is... Uh, I don't know. I take it as like just a superficial, vague sentimentality Yeah. that, that is not genuine. And uh, the more we include each other and see each other and hear each other, 
the faster we will hear, heal our broken hearts and minds. See, listen, I understand. Like that sounds nice. It's just I know from experience by reading and listening to the people who talk like that. There's a lot of qualifications that are not said there, mm-hmm. like this idea of uh, inclusion. Mm-hmm. People who espouse inclusion as a high, high value, we tend to hear that and think that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But what that almost always means, almost always in practice, is you got to play by my rules. Right. Like uh, I will include you mm-hmm. when you share my values, mm-hmm. and until you share my values. I'm going to exclude you and you're not worthy of participation in our, mm-hmm. you, you get canceled. That's what we've been talking about with right. this cancel culture thing. Mm-hmm. Um, contrast that with, I think what a Christian is called to do, which is to care for people who are genuinely different than you. And see, inclusion is different from a Christian perspective. Inclusion, I think from a Christian perspective is not, uh, I will include you when you value what I value. Mm. It's more like, I recognize that we're different and th- those differences are important to us. Like your values are different than mine and you hold them dearly, but I love you anyways. But I'm not, but I don't agree with you. I think that, that you can't, uh, I don't know, there's a superficialness to the idea of inclusion, at least as the way it's talked about in our mainstream culture. Well, maybe maybe what you're getting at and the more we include each other and see each other and hear each other, the faster we'll heal our broken hearts and minds. So the more we include each other, what does that really mean? What that means is, is the more I accept you as you, you are vocally, and I'm going to use this not because I'm making a point that that's the problem. Like you start talking about LGBTQ issues. I'm going to use that as an example, mm. not to make a statement about it. But LGBTQ, you're out there. You got the pride parade. You got all these different things that you do. You you push this into the limelight, if you will. Your position, your value of it, all those things get pushed to the forefront. Mm-hmm. If I push my perspective of what the Bible says, and let's just say, for instance, I'm not talking about condemning people or saying what their eternal destiny is over it. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I don't think that it is that it is the healthiest way to live. I believe that maybe we should think twice about that. And I push that to the forefront. Mm-hmm. They're not including that. No way. Inclusiveness means that we both include our separate positions and ideas, and we try to come to a conclusion. But that's not inclusiveness that they're talking about. They're talking about accepting people that push their position on you, but your position is what? Either the older position, like what are they going to do when, you know, well, I'll give you an example. Some, I, I have read this already, that some in the LGBTQ community are not totally on board with those in the transgender movement and and the pushing for, you know, right. choosing your gender and that kind of thing. Yeah, the T in LGBT, right. is a, LGBTQ, whatever, is a problem. Yeah. 
it is. sometimes for them. Right. And they, and they and they're frustrated with that. Um I don't know if it's because they're stealing the limelight. I don't know. But they don't all get along together anyway. And they're and they're all listed together there. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the H is. Where's the H? For what? LGBTQ. Is there an H in it? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's a long list yeah. of letters, but there's no H's? Uh, not that I'm so aware So heterosexuals of. aren't included in their club? No, it's everybody but. Okay. That's the whole point. All right. No, no, I'm, actually, actually, let me correct you. Because in the, some of the longer versions of that mm-hmm. acronym, mm-hmm. there's a letter A. And what that oh, letter is yes. Well, there's there's two A's. One, mm-hmm. well, anyways, I'm yes. getting into this. One of them represents Way too deeply, yeah. allies. Yes. That's what yes, one yes. of those letters represents. So you're part of that community that's the closest if you support. You, yeah, you could be heterosexual mm-hmm. and be an ally. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's irrelevant to right. to what we're talking about. But anyways, I, I, I that's a good illustration of what I'm talking about inclusiveness right. always seems to come on someone else's terms. Right. And that's why I cringe, to be honest, when I hear that language, because I don't think it means what people pretend it means. Um, and I don't know. I don't know Mark Ruffalo. I have, I read this quote. I just thought it was an interesting quote. So I don't want to read too much into his heart, but mm-hmm. this perspective is something that I'm seeing a lot of in mainstream society. Uh, first of all, a rejection of God and this kind of reverence for, let's, he says, Mother Earth is one thing that you see. Because um, we all need to believe in something bigger than ourselves. And if you're going to reject God, you got to fill that with something else. And one of the things that we're doing in our culture right now is filling that with this respect for the environment or the planet, you know, the green initiatives, things like that. Part of what drives that is the belief that that is the thing we are connected to that's bigger than ourselves. Mm. And here he actually used the word honor her. Right. I mean, that's like reverence, worshipful language. Um, so not only are we connected through this uh, source that we belong to, that's bigger than ourselves, this life source, this godlike thing called Mother Earth, but we need to be connected with each other. Mm-hmm. inclusion and he threw the term justice in there which i thought was <laughs> was interesting there's a mixed bag of some interesting ideals uh weaving through this here inclusion justice care for mother earth is the good news well can i make an observation yeah please about do. that um because that that was the next thing that was on my mind as i as i look at that quote the good news is inclusion and justice and care for Mother Earth is breaking out everywhere. Uh, you know, it starts out with Mother Earth. We have a dying mother. She is Mother Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So right away we know this person is talking about global warming. Um, right. And, uh, you know, what man-made global warming, by the way. Uh, oh, for sure. That's what he's implying. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I say that, we need to use that term a little bit more because we say global warming and then we sound like we're denying it. And you know what? It could be true. Could be could be that the earth is warming, but there were times when we had ice ages and there were times when the earth warmed. And in fact, I just, I just, uh, oh man, sometimes I, I need to write this stuff down or something. But I heard a report and they were talking about how uh, every so often there are cycles that the the sun goes through a cooling time mm. and uh and and then times you know seasons where it's it's warmer anyway um 
my point is this all of a sudden we get down here and it's like we're talking about turning the page on the pa- on the cruel past of this nation right so obviously we're talking about racism yeah right then the good news is inclusion mm-hmm. we're talking about uh the gender issues and homosexual issues and those kinds of things mm-hmm. and justice so mm-hmm. we're talking about social justice uh and and making sure that everybody's on the you know categorized in the right lane and 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 all those things and care for mother earth mm-hmm. and the reason i bring that up is this we look at it like we can cherry pick i yes the different issues it's like, well, I'm for that issue, but I'm not right on board with this issue, all right? And whatever it is, I mean, I'm not criticizing global warming, man-made global warming. We need to understand it's it's a humanistic point of view. It views man as being very, very powerful and having the ability to destroy an earth that God created and that God says he will destroy when his time comes. Mm. And so as a Christian, that's why... Global warming, whether it's happening or not, it could be at God's hands. But the idea of it being mankind and mankind's problem to solve right. is not. I'm not a big fan of. Well, and that's the key. Like, I don't know if I, I don't know if we're the cause of it. I, I, I don't care to even it, get into the debate. It. I don't. I'm not even sure that it that it matters. And right. I'm. I'm going to say that. And you know, people that I've I've had people come unglued at me uh, about this issue before. You just need to understand my point isn't that it, I'm not a denier of it. What I'm saying is, is God's in control of it. Right. He's in control of it. He'll decide when it ends. He will decide when this all ends. And we're and not going to change that. It does not matter how much effort we put into it or how many billions we spend on it. The Anyway, that wasn't my point. I got to get back to the point. The point is, you know, some of us are like, well, I, I like the idea of, um, global warming and, and these initiatives and doing these things. Uh, but I understand what you're saying about social justice or, you know, I understand what you're saying about the dangers of, uh, of, of the anti-racists, which have become racist viewpoint, those different things, uh, you know, um, what is it? Uh, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. I understand how those things are affecting us and all those things. So I don't want those, but I want the mother earth part or I want the justice part or I like the, and we as Christians need to understand these guys, this is all together, right? This is a theology that's, that's all tied together. It's humanism. Mm -hmm. And humanism says that man has the ability to solve all its problems. Absolutely. That is the root of the whole thing. And I love the way you put that that we try to cherry pick which values we're going to align right. with and which ones we're going to reject without realizing they're connected. Right. The source of them is a connected idea, which you are describing as humanity. And he even said, what brings us together is our common humanity. Yes. I mean, he's being explicit that he's looking mm-hmm. at this from a humanistic perspective. And that starting point is what gets you to those conclusions. Mm-hmm. And Christians do not realize that. Right. They think they can have a different starting point, which is like a a Christ-centered approach, and still get to those same conclusions. Mm -hmm. But it really doesn't work that way. And even if you think you can achieve that goal, to then try to sync up with people who've done it differently, Mm -hmm. you're going to have some conflict at some point 
along the way because they don't believe in God. They don't believe in the sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. They don't believe that their sin is their greatest problem and that Christ is the one who's going to heal, not, not us, uh, you know, coming together and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So these three issues that he mentioned care for the earth, i.e. we are killing the earth with pollution and we need to solve that. Right. The second one you said was uh, inclusion, right? So we are mm-hmm. dividing each other um, into you know our own tribes or whatever, and we need to come together as a humanity, as a human race. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a humanistic perspective. Both of those are humanistic. We we made the problem, we can solve it. And then the justice one, which mm-hmm. is essentially some people do good, some people don't, because that's what social justice really means. Right? Is some people have a lot, some people right. don't have a lot. And we should try to bring some balance. Mm-hmm. That again is humans have created that problem and we can solve it. Mm-hmm. All all of these are humanistic definitions of problems and humanistic produced solutions. Yep. I'm not on board with that. No. That's not how I think. No. Now that doesn't mean I'm against justice right. in the true sense of the word mm-hmm. or against inclusion in certain forms and parameters or even against or, stewardship of the e- earth. Exactly. I'm not we have a responsibility to take right. care of this earth. But you what bet. I what I keep trying to explain to people, and it, I'm fighting with all my life mm-hmm. to help Christians understand this, mm-hmm. they're using the same words and dumping meaning right. into it that you don't believe, right? Or you probably don't, anyways. And I'm or are going to be damaging if you do, right. To your soul, yes. So mm-hmm. I'm fighting to try and help people be discerning. I want them to know the worldview that's at work in right. in these kinds of lines of thought, and realize they don't come from scripture they don't align with scripture it's a different value system even if they use some common language mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you can just read it in here the worship of human strength power and spirit oh yeah you know you it can reeks just of it. It, it that's that's really what the worship is that's that's really what we're worshiping in in this statement and in our world that's our that's where our salvation's going to come from you know because because this inclusion justice and care for mother earth is breaking out everywhere yeah right that's the good news it's quite an interesting that's that way is an interesting it, way to put I, it cuz i i would say my version of 2020 i did not define it that it's way it's not breaking out yeah, yeah well it's yeah <laughs> he says the good news everywhere. is that it's breaking yeah. out i think yeah, it is breaking out everywhere, but this is not good news. No, no. <laughs> That's kind of my interpretation We've of it. We've got an outbreak, but it ain't good news. Yeah, it, humanism <laughs> is not a good outbreak. No. It's a disease. Yep. It's a doubling down of the disease we already have. Well, yeah, for sure. And and what's interesting about that is is that, yeah, it's uh, all these good initiatives and all the things that are happening that uh, that, you know, humanism is accomplishing, all right? I mean, what do we really accomplish? Look at, look at uh, the coronavirus. Look at this. Our solutions to this thing are all over the map. Mm-hmm. People, it's obvious to everybody but the emperor mm-hmm. that he has no clothes mm-hmm. in terms of that they don't have a solution. They keep throwing stuff on the wall against the wall and seeing what'll stick. And they're just, it's not science that we're practicing. We're practicing guesswork. And gambling. Yeah. And some of the solutions, well, all of the solutions that we present create new problems. Yes. So it. 
so humans are not good at this. No, that's what I mean. This is not We're, good news to me. Right. This is I, like the opposite. That's not good news. If exactly. you're asking me to double down on this as like we right. can solve yeah. this, have we not? I'm not convinced. No, yeah. it's the opposite. I'm convinced. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I know this from scripture, right. but, but life is showing me anyways. Right. Uh, we can't fix our own problems. Mm-hmm. We need intervention. Mm-hmm. We need help from the outside. And yeah. uh, But uh, that is not the value system of our world. No. And we need to know and appreciate that. No. No. I mean, if you're going to reach your neighbor, I feel like you need to recognize this is the kind of thing that they're putting their hope and trust in. They are. For sure. It's It explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. It also explains a lot about our society that we would be placated by... Uh, simple, trite quotations Let's like this. Let's come together. Yeah, it's just that's that's what's that that makes us feel better, and it's all about feeling. That's all that we care about is just give me a good feeling. Give me a good feeling for today. I'll stick my head in the sand. Hopefully, it all goes away. I wake up tomorrow and everything's all better. You know, mm-hmm. it's just these are cliches that people put out constantly, and they don't really they don't have any uh, meaning behind them or power, you know? I wonder if uh, social media has a, a role to play in that because in social media, we've, we've found this, well, they call it virtue signaling, right? Right. Kind of like you, you stay, you say something that you're standing up for and that you believe in, or you change your Facebook profile to have the ribbon or the saying of the month or whatever. And then you feel better. Yep. You feel like you've done your part. Uh, when these kind of problems, which are real problems, by the way, I mean, humanity is hurting. Uh, the way that we're going to find these solutions, though, is not through those kinds of, you know, very trite and relatively meaningless acts of public virtuousness. Right. People need to get down to work. Right. And that is even that is a, basically a futile effort. You're never going to solve all the problems of Earth. But to really try to make a dent into some of this stuff requires hard work, solutions, uh, a whole lot more than just these superficial uh, trite cliches. Right. I'm a, <clears throat> I must be talking too much because I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a little frog in a, the throat there. Got a little scratch in my throat. Mm. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I, You know, I think about, think about the, uh, the situation here and, and just, you know, like this whole idea of, uh, you know, people being celebrities and then having this much influence in our lives. I think that's what bothered me right from the beginning of this story was like, I wanted to dis- dismiss Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Or Mark Ruffalo, yeah. which I kept calling him. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get it straight. I don't know, whatever. But but anyway, I, I, I wanted to dismiss this guy because I want to dismiss all celebrities. It's like, why are these people speaking into our lives? And why would we allow them to? It's not like they're bad people. I don't see it that way. I just see it as this isn't, you know, the, like, do something you're good at. All of a sudden we think... Because because a lot of people watch your movies, that now you have a right to talk theologically, you know? It, it's bizarre, really. To come out and tell us how to heal the world? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, it certainly is not humility. <laughs> yeah, it's I my humble know. belief. Yeah. <laughs> that and here here now I shall define the entire right. problem yes. of the world and how we will solve it. Yeah. And if we just do what I am advocating for, it'll all work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. I feel like one thing to, well, okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are we doing that as Christians? Isn't that what we do? We say, here's the problem with the world, and now I'll tell you what the solution is. And is that arrogance of us? Well, you know, I think that we need to, it's it's a good reminder. Mm. It's a good reminder that when you're speaking from yourself, when you're speaking from your wisdom, those kinds of things, which we do a lot, um, then you're really not helping the, you're not bringing the solution. The problem, what our world hates is they don't, they call us arrogant or they, you know, they may have that perspective because we haven't done a good enough job of helping them understand that the Bible is God's word, that God is, that we're looking to a a higher power and not to ourselves. But unfortunately, we play celebrity a lot. And when I say that, we've got a lot of celebrity pastors. Mm -hmm. We've got... Or musicians. Or musicians. A lot of, uh, you know, Christian music is a whole genre now. And, uh, you know, and we look up to them, too. Like, just like we do the celebrities and the... and, And we're not doing a good job of communicating this comes from a place that is not of this world. Mm. This comes from God. It comes from the truth of his word. The things we're saying, like I said it earlier when I talked about homosexuality and how I don't believe that that's the optimal way for us to live. But it's not, I didn't get that belief. You know, I might not have communicated it very well. Because I didn't get that belief because I hate people that are in that lifestyle. I I don't. And I don't think God does either. I just think that God has given us a pattern that is best for us. And I believe and trust what he's laid out for us in in his word. I don't always understand it. And I'm willing to admit that. But it's still important it's still important that we value it. Like we have a source of information that doesn't come from us. Right. I don't know. To me, that gives me comfort. That that brings that makes everybody else mad, but it brings me a great deal of comfort because I don't trust us. I don't think we've done a great job, and I don't think and I think we continue to prove that we're no good at it. When I say us, I mean humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't trust us. I don't trust myself. Yeah, I don't even trust myself. So as a Christian, you are submitting yourself to an authority outside of yourself. Exactly. Which is humility. Right. You're saying, I don't have the answers. I'm going somewhere else to receive them. Whereas by definition, if you reject God's word as a source of truth and authority, you are saying, I assess things based on how they strike me. Mm Mm-hmm. That is right or wrong based on my perception of it. Mm -hmm. That is good or bad based on my perception of it. That is true or false based on my perception of it. That ain't humility. That's you functioning as the creator of your own worldview, like a godlike status. So you're actually going inside of yourself from a, 
a non-Christian perspective to find ultimate authority. You're going mm-hmm. inside yourself. And right. A Christian is saying, I go outside of myself right. and I submit I, to it. I try. I, I'm not perfect at it. Sure. You know, I'm as, uh, um, you know, I, I, what's, what would be the, what's the word? I'm, I'm at a loss for a word again. Anyway, I, I try to be a, as objective as I possibly can mm. about my own, putting my own, uh, spin and, and perspective and things into the interpretation of God's word. I do the best I can to lay that out as clearly as I can. Mm-hmm. Many times that means just keeping my mouth shut about what I think it says and just reading what it says, mm. right? But um, but anyway, okay. We have good news, Craig. We do. The good news, which is not. The real good news. Is not that equality and justice right. and care for Mother Earth is breaking out everywhere. No. The good news is that this whole mess is in God's hands, and he will sort it out, and he, he has a, a very present help in times of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, he is there to help us uh, no matter what we're facing. And our biggest issue is ourselves. We got to get away from ourselves. Yeah. We need to get outside of ourselves. Uh, turning in, spiraling in on yourself, like the way humanism advocates for, is the exact opposite of what will bring a healing to yourself or to the world. Instead, we go out of ourselves to God mm-hmm. and to others. Mm-hmm. And that's the two greatest commandments love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. It's because you need to get outside of yourself. I want to do something. I want to ask our listeners to listen because we've quoted a, this over and over. We've quoted it many times already today. This this um, uh, this quote from Mark Ruffalo. Ru- you Ruffalo. Have, you got it. You got it. Okay. Ruffalo. Sorry. Yeah. Ru- I Ruffalo. Think, I okay. think. I don't know Ru- for I don't, sure, I guess. I don't know. Now I'm confused about which one it is because I pronounced it wrong to begin with, but... So anyway, I want to read. I want to read this because I want you to listen to it now. After we've talked about God and His Word, giving us His Word, God being in control, God knowing what's happening, and think about how much work this is. Mm. And the more we include each other, and see each other, and hear each, these are all actions we got to take, right? The faster we will heal, we will heal our broken hearts and minds. That's work we got to do. As if that's even right? in our power to we, do. Yeah. We, well, I, I don't believe that, but I'm just saying, just think of, I mean, you're going to get tired doing this. Right. That's my point. We have a dying mother, and it's like the mother of stories. She's Mother Earth, and we must come to balance with her. We must come to balance with her and honor her, mm-hmm. and she will heal too. So let's be courageous together, right? Let's turn the page on the cruel past of this nation. More work to do. Mm. The good news, this is good news, right? Inclusion and justice and care of Mother Earth is breaking out everywhere. This is more work. The godly light of decency is breaking through the hideous dark storm we've been living through. So this dark storm is going to be overcome by our godly light of decency that we bring to it, right? So this is all a bunch of work. Now, let me tell you, here's the gospel. The gospel is Jesus died for you. Mm -hmm. He said, let me take your burden. Mm. Cast all your cares upon me, and I'll care for you. Right. 
I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Yeah. I have come so that you could be set free. The quote that came to my mind was when Jesus said, it is finished. Yes. Past tense. Yep. I've done the it's work already done. for you. It's all done. Right. All that you long for, he has purchased for you. Why do people buy into this? Why do they buy into humanism? It that, is they, so much work. They want to be the hero of their own story. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I think so. Not realizing that's the worst possible thing to do because we're all failing heroes. Yeah, I think I think I think that plays into it. I think there is, I think there's a deep, like, seated idea in our minds that we must pay for, must uh, pay back. This this idea of justice doesn't come from the world. We think it does, but it doesn't. It comes from God. Yeah, we were created by him and we and we know there's something broken and we know we got to fix it and we want to fix it. We desire to fix it. It's like a little child when they do something wrong and then they and then they want they want you to accept them. They want you to like them again or whatever, make it up to you, you know, make it they want to make it up to you somehow that kind of. That kind of sense, it comes from God originally. God made us. He created us. And this is the way, you know, we've been made. And and this is what we do. We do it even as Christians. We become human humanist Christians sometimes where we think that we're going to somehow appease God, somehow make him feel better about us, somehow look at us and say, well, you're better than your neighbor. Uh, somehow we're going we're gonna to do enough things to make, God just obligated to give us heaven, give us eternal life. We can't do any of those things. Jesus, the good news is, the real good news is Jesus came to this earth. He died for our sins. He's taken away our burden, and he's given us new life, and he's accomplishing all that in our lives every day, and it's not our burden. Right. Uh, our joy is to be able to live abundantly before him Mm -hmm. with joy and and to express his glory in this world that we live in so i i hope that we can do that yeah i mean i hope we don't buy into these philosophies because these things are getting thrown at us every day and this is just one one person one one person who a lot of people look up to but Believe me, there's one person that we can all look up to, and he really deserves to be elevated and put on that yeah, platform, yeah. and that's Jesus Christ. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this is valuable to everyone. Uh, I hope that in the coming week that uh, you are blessed and encouraged. And um, until next week, bye for now. <laughs>